everyone. Welcome to the Witch Singer Horror Podcast. For real. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. And you guessed it. We are watching Fright Night. Uh, One of our fucking favorite movies. For sure, since we started this podcast, this was high on the list for us to do this movie. I mean, we only have mentioned it or like that club scene or the sweater probably like half of the episodes that we've recorded i'm not kidding i'm gonna go back and i'm gonna do a count i'm gonna do a recount yeah how many times morgan loves that fucking sweater i don't know it's just that it's just perfect it is that scene is fucking amazing um is it just the one sweater or does he have he has he has a lot his outfits in general his outfits like there's a few of them he's super dapper like he looks great. Dude, all I can man. picture, all I can picture when I see him is Prince Humpadink. Yeah, I know. Prince Prince Humpadink. Oh, that's from Princess Bride, right? Yes. Oh, you I know. Can. I unfortunately she missed that train. I miss that. I missed the the Princess Bride train. I just like didn't watch it when I was a kid, so I watched it uh, later in life and then just didn't really appreciate it. I guess. Yeah, it is one of those movies that like for people our age, when you were young, you watched it, and like I can remember watching certain scenes like over and over and over and just like cackling just as a child so you can still appreciate how fucking hot he is in that oh totally like he's he's got like the big shoulders like the poofy fucking shoulders (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, for sure uh well so fright night uh one of the best movies ever (laughs) Uh, directed and written by tom holland came out in 1985 yeah and Um, 1985 is a great year we were talking about this a lot yeah it was like it was basically it's the middle of the 80s it's like when it was like the saturation (laughs) (laughs) of the best thing of the entire decade it's like you're right in the middle of the best fucking decade yeah there are there's actually instagram accounts dedicated just to horror movies from 1985 so that says a lot there's a lot of content a lot of great movies a lot of bad movies too, but we it was a the good year ones. to for, uh, set up though, because '86 was a solid horror movie year. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good shit coming out in those few years. Plus, Tom Holland is a bomb ass fucking director, yeah. producer, actor, yada yada. Yeah, yada. he's he's been in the game for. Oh, he Ever. killed it. He fucking killed it in the 80s. Like, holy shit. The list of, like, shit that he did. In oh, that... fuck yeah, man. God, man. Uh, this movie has a 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, that's pretty fucking good for an 80s horror movie. Yeah. Like, I'd say fantastic. It, it's it's one of the highest rated ones that we have watched so far in the podcast. Yeah. I think uh, Return of the Living Dead uh, had, what, 93? I can't remember. But... The it's Fright Night uh, was the second highest grossing horror movie of 1985, um, right under Nightmare uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. Right. And we just met Mark Patton. All of us. All of us. Yeah. We all met Mark Patton, and yeah. he was a wonderful man. He was man. so cute. He yeah. was adorable. So, and just like, just the photo ops and everything, he put the oh, glove he so on. Stoked. He was so oh, precious. Love it. Yeah, he's yeah. amazing. Have, have any of you guys watched the documentary that he did? No. No, is it released no. already? Um, well, he was... He was giving he was, it out. Yeah, he was, like, advertising he was, it. He wasn't like the, giving it out. He was oh, giving okay. out posters. Post- yeah, right. I, I, I just assumed that... I was under the impression that, when I talked to him mm-hmm. that it was being released. Oh, like, okay. Was, yeah. I just figured because he had promotional materials that it was actually released. Yeah. I'd be really curious to watch it, I think. I, I would think love it. The subject matter is very interesting. Yeah, it's about, like, uh, homophobia and horror, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, he gave me a poster and signed it, and he's adorable in it. Yeah, so Fright Night, um, the budget for this movie was $9 million, and 
box office made $24 million. And it was uh, Columbia's lowest budget film, and it had very, very low expectations for it. Like, they weren't even around. They never yeah. visited the set, and it was great for Tom because he didn't have any studio interference. So, you know, like, it was, like, his own project, and it was, uh, you know, his whole thing. And Columbia were focusing more on perfect. Which is outrageous because... The, Which is outrageously the, bad. The turnout of that movie was God and yeah, awful. because so so perfect. Uh, if uh, you guys don't know perfect, the movie, uh, it's got Jamie Lee Curtis and John Travolta, and it's a fucking movie about aerobics. Right? We've totally yeah. talked about. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's the movie where that scene where like he's like, sweating oh, and thrusting. He yeah. can't stop thrusting his goddamn balls like yeah. moving up and down. It's like, an hour, hour and a half no. of sweaty thrusting. That's what the movie yeah. is. Yeah, and like Jamie Lee Curtis's like fucking aerobics like outfit yeah. is like you could see like the her lines in her vagina. <laughs> like, see yeah. it all. Yeah. Um, but that movie, Perfect, had a budget of $20 million, and the box office for that was $12 million. So it's just funny that they had, like, no, like, hope that Fright Night was going to do well, and they yeah. were like, well, Perfect is going to do awesome because it has, it has John Travolta in it, but it ended up bombing, and Fright Night did amazing. Yeah, well, you know what, though? Like, with a budget of $20 million, I'm gonna say that because at that point in time, Jamie Lee Curtis, huge star, you just read my mind. huge star, That's where all the money, most was. of the yeah. money, or like a large portion of it, was probably just their uh, salaries mm. for being in this god awful movie. Yeah, because like, what kind of production value do you really need on a movie? Fucking <laughs> 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 aerobics. I know, like just a bunch of thrusting. Yeah, That's like you know, like oh, I need money. more mist for sweat. Mist me, mist me harder. Yeah. I need more mist. <laughs> Maybe they paid them for their dignity. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I still haven't seen Perfect, and I do want to watch it, though, because I, I just love any 80s movie. Yeah. But It'll it be just, for like, private viewing only. Just that though. one video of, of John Travolta thrusting is just disgusting. There's nothing worse than that. There's nothing worse than thinking about that. I'm sorry. He's not sexy. <laughs> no. I just think of Battlefielder, well, okay. and then I just... No, you say he's not sexy. I he's agree not. he's not, but he was. He was in Saturday Night mm-hmm. Fever, dude. Back in the day, Saturday Night Fever, he was a good-looking You're trying guy. to tell me when he was a bad motherfucker in Greece, you didn't find him a no, never I, seen you know Greece. what? I never got into Greece. I never got into Greece. Either. I've never, I've never fucking seen Greece ever. Watch it for his dick alone. The pants. You see like, his dick? No, you don't see oh, his dick. Okay. But like he the wears outline, the shape, the, the outline. Oh, okay. And they have on those leather like hey. <laughs> that was one of those movies where Megan was probably like. You can see his dick. Pause. There is. Yeah, dude. Praise Zenu. <laughs> well, um, so we're at the part of the movie where they're at the school, and uh, he's telling Stephen Jeffries, evil Ed, uh, that he thinks that like something iffy is going on next door. And uh, by the way, Stephen Jeffries, I'm a huge fan of him. Huge fan. We're going to talk about him a lot more later. Also, okay, so we're at the part where a hooker comes out of the cab and I believe Tom Holland uh, told, like, the makeup guys to put ice on her nipples. Yes, because that dress is scandalous. Yeah. No, so, it's not. Well, did you see the front? Bitch, nipples. She looked good. All right. It's scandalous. All right, all right. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. She didn't look cheap. She looked All right, all right, all right. Dude, yeah. I think pointy nipples are smoking hot. Yeah, well, obviously it was an important aspect of the scene. Yeah, I just think it's funny. Because he had the requested ice Yeah, nipples. he had the, the yeah. ice on the nips. Yeah. Important well, hit. Tom Holland, we're going to talk about Tom Holland for a bit now. Oh, and yeah. um, so 
This is the first movie that he directed. Yeah. Uh, so fantastic way to start. Um, he also did Child's Play. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also directed three Tales from the Crypt episodes. Uh, thinner. Thinner. <laughs> Me and Morgan like to go up to each other and just like softly caress our hands on our faces and go, Thinner. Um, he also has um, this other show that I couldn't find anywhere. I can't find it on DVD or anything, but it's an anthology show, much like Tales from the Crypt, and it's called Tom Holland's Twisted Tale. I saw something about that. That sounds really cool. When I first heard about it, like, I just looked it up online, and I was like, well, if Tom Holland is doing an anthology show, then I'm in. But I can't find it anywhere. So I don't know if it was ever released. I don't Interesting. know what happened with Did it. Did it say what network it was on? Was it, like, HBO or, like... I don't think Something. it was HBO, but yeah, I Interesting. just, I know, I couldn't find it anywhere. So if anybody knows where to find it, um, definitely message me because I do want to watch it. And he has a new movie coming out this year and it's called Rock Paper Dead. Michael Madsen is in it. Okay. He's a big deal. Oh, he's yeah. a big deal. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. He also apparently did some Tales from the Crypt episodes. Uh, Lover Come Hack to Me. Love. <laughs> Oh, is that the name of the episode? Yes, no, I think and, I actually know which episode and that is. Four-Sided Triangle and King of the Road. Um, also, for Megan, he did a couple of the uh, miniseries Stephen King things. He did Langoliers yeah, and The Stand, I know, which I, I remember, oh my God, was such a big deal. Yeah. I, I Molly saw Ringwald the, and yeah. fucking Lieutenant Diane. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the miniseries first. And then I was like, I need to read this book. And I actually... He did a phenomenal job. As a young person. I was pretty young. I read that book and it was so fucking big. Like to me, at that time, that was like, it was like, Take like an undertaking, yeah. a thousand pages more than that. More. It's crazy. Oh, it's way more than a it's thousand. It's huge. Yeah, but M O N. That spells moon. And yeah, he did some Masters of Horror episode too that we all scream for ice cream. I have not seen that. I haven't seen a lot of the Masters of Horrors, but I did see the one with Meatloaf. I think it was called. Um, Pelts. Yeah, it's called Pelts. Oh. That, that one was actually really fucking cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. I love Meatloaf. Yeah. Well, Tom Holland also, uh, I think he started out as an actor. Yeah, yeah, he did in the 60s. Yeah, so he acted in a bunch of TV episodes in the 60s and 70s. Uh. And, um, he so... was involved in um, Digging Up the Marrow, too. Oh, well, he, because in Digging Up the Marrow, like, uh, everybody plays themselves. Right, and it's yeah, when he interviews him. And Hatchet, too. Yeah. yeah, he has a he small bit yeah, part. Which is like, had to too. that's what I'm saying. This man does everything. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's awesome. He started out acting and then he went to um, writing. He started, I guess, his first film as writer was The Beast Within. And he wrote um, Psycho 2. Yep. And you love the second Psycho, I love the Psycho you? sequels. Yeah. They're awesome, actually. Yeah. Seriously, Psycho 2 and Psycho 3 are good movies. Mm-hmm. They're awesome movies. Yeah. Um, and what about <sighs> The Class of 1984? I've never seen it. I know that it's like, like the book 1984. No, like the the movie Class of 1984. Oh, it's, Class of 1984. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have never seen it actually. But he was he did the screenplay and and was a writer for that movie as well. Yeah, well, I know Roddy McDowell, who plays Peter Vincent, is in was in that movie. Uh, yeah, the Class of 1984. It's actually it's on my list. And I Michael J. Fox is in it too. It. Oh. it seems like it's kind of like 
I read the description. I've seen a lot of, like, anybody that's kind of into, like, 80s nostalgia kind of stuff, it seems like that's one of those movies that people are like, yeah, that, like, defines the 80s. To me, it just kind of sounded like Dangerous Minds, kind of. It's like an out of, like, <laughs> yeah. seriously, like, a teacher goes to, like, a, an inner city, Dangerous out of control, mind. fucking... Coolio. Yeah. Coolio. Do you remember cooking with Coolio? Yeah. Guys, Coolio had Coolio. a fucking YouTube cooking show. <laughs> oh, my God, no. He made, like, this is a salad. It was basically like lettuce, tomato, and cheese. That's it. Yeah. It was actually pretty fun to watch. You know what? Meeting Coolio also, was one of the low points. Of yeah. Life. <laughs> yeah. Morgan, met. Morgan met Coolio. She met. Uh, she, you played a we, whole tour with yeah, him. Yeah, we played a whole tour with Coolio. And you know what? I'm not going to lie. Okay, like it was cool because when you're like Fantastic Voyage, that album, awesome. But Coolio was... He was terrible, like all about sexual harassment and just like being creepy. Aww. There's a video, I'll show you guys one time. Tara took this video of him rapping to me about if I was your boyfriend. And he was, I like, think hump, I, rem- he was, like, I remember humping my chair that. like Ew. this while he's doing it. And I'm like laughing, but I'm uncomfortably laughing. Yeah. And at the very end of the rap, he's like, he said, I'll turn your vagina. And then he whispered into my ear, into a pussy. And ah! I was like, ah! <laughs> Coolio, you disgusting. Anyway. You disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> you gross motherfucker. That is disgusting. He, it yeah. just seemed like he was so used to like everybody like falling all over him and yeah. like that he he got old and weird and whatever. And his merch was just terrible. It was like Sharpie drawings of himself on white wow. t-shirts. Yeah, it was bad. Some 90s merch was pretty bad. Some 90s clothes were pretty bad. Hey, did you guys ever have one of those shirts with like Donald Duck or, or like Daffy Duck in like baggy clothes wearing a sideways hat yeah obviously chains. yeah oh yeah yeah because yeah, yeah, it was like uh when hip hop came out well because like, like in the 90s sudden, when hip-hop became commercial like they just capitalized on that like so hardcore funny. yeah i definitely remember that it um is. another thing i will admit that i've never seen space jam i know i i it's think so i was good. just it's like so I, I was a little too old for it that's true like i just yeah, like i I've missed never it. was i missed that it either, oh yeah. fuck it's so good we old Wait, oh. So uh, Tom Holland uh, wrote the script for Fright Night in uh, three weeks, um, and he wanted to direct it because he wasn't happy with how another director uh, directed his previous script for a movie called Scream for Help. And uh. he stated that he would love to do a Fright Night follow-up, and the premise would be like Charlie's kids uh. who believe that there's a vampire living next door, and it would be Evil Ed like squatting in an abandoned house trying to resurrect Jerry Dandridge. So that would be cool if that ever happened, because I have faith in him. Like if he did it, then it would be good. Yeah. For sure, absolutely. I only make that noise because, do you remember how let down we've been by Eli Roth doing that exact same thing? Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> but Tom Holland is a legend, know. though. But some people go in in their old age. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, make, like, weird movies. Yeah. yeah. Like, this was definitely a sleeper hit. Like, it was, like, not expected to do well. And, I mean, obviously, he put his heart and soul into the script, and he had a lot of really great ideas about it. Yeah. And it ended up turning out like a lot better than probably Columbia than expected and anybody expected. else expected. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, it, it killed it at the box office. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know. I, it could go either way. I tend to agree. Like, I mean, he, who knows if that'll even ever happen though. Yeah. Like they would have it's to like, get everyone to sign on for mm-hmm. it. But well, Fright Night was produced by um, Herb Jaffe. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. 
Um, he also produced Fright Night 2, mm-hmm. uh, Demon Seed, which is a movie that is based off of a Dean Koontz novel. Mm-hmm. And I actually looked it up, and it sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, it's like I looked a, a it up woman too. who is impregnated by a computer, basically. And Michael Dorn and Michael Dorn is in it. Warf. Really? No, Warf. he's not. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah I really cool. want to watch it. That's I added really it to cool. my list. That changes my ideas about it because yeah. I looked at it and I was like, yeah. Well, if Warf is in it, then I am. <laughs> Obviously, in. I'm in too. <laughs> Any friend with Klingon is a friend of mine. Yeah. And um, Herb also produced uh, Motel Hell. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only seen Motel Hell once and I was like, eh, about it. Uh, give it a rewatch. Give I'll it watch it. Go. Oh, yeah, I'll give it another shot. Like uh, also, uh, Night Flyers, which is a George R.R. R. Martin novel, mm-hmm. and uh, James Avery, Uncle Phil, is in it. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I never Prince. saw that. Also, Lords of Discipline with uh, Bill Paxton and Michael Bean. He also was a oh, producer on that one. Too. They're in a lot of movies. I know. Together. They're in every movie together. I love it. <laughs> they're like in every movie yeah. together. That's crazy. They were BFFs. Yeah. It's amazing. So we're at the part in the movie where the detective, uh, he calls the cops because he thinks that something is going on next door. And this fellow who plays the the cop, uh, his name is um, Art Evans, and he uh, is also in Die Hard 2. Cool. And Tales from the Hood, which Megan recently made me watch. And it's awesome. It's awesome. I loved loved Tales from the Hood. And he's also in a Stevie Wonder video. That's cool. Which one? I saw Stevie Wonder once in person. And I was like, hey, man, I saw Stevie Wonder. And then uh, this dude I was with was like, yeah, but he didn't see you. And I was like, (laughs) It was for the song Go Home. And I think he plays a detective in it too. He just looks like he a has detective. like the yeah, like the the detective, the the taupe trench coat. <laughs> I want to see him again. Okay, because I'm trying to remember who he is from Tales from the Hood. Oh, I think he might be the boyfriend who beats the shit out of the mom. Oh damn, that's just crazy. That's a damn right. That guy's so cute. Like, so cute. Like, just a little cute. Who, William Ragsdale? Is cute? Yeah. Yeah, he... He's so cute. He is pretty cute. He's, like, super boy next door. Actually, interesting fact, Charlie Sheen apparently had tried out for his role um, before he was, like, mega, mega famous Charlie Sheen. And he... They actually didn't give him the role because they were like, Charlie Sheen didn't really have the boy next door kind of quality that this guy had. And he doesn't. No, he doesn't. And he never did. I think what Tom Holland said was Charlie Sheen is a hero. And and <laughs> William Ragsdale yeah, is, is the boy next door. Hero was in, like, he was in Platoon and stuff. Oh, he is the cop! So funny enough, the guy who plays the cop in this movie also, and you guys were saying he plays the cop in every movie, yeah. played a cop in fucking Tales from, Tales the, from the Hood. Yeah, I just remember him being, like, possessed with the white eyes. Yeah, because he funny. comes back to kill everyone else because he was... Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Fucking awesome. Fucking awesome. I find that we're doing, um... We're, have, we're having a good time doing more popular, more mainstream movies. Do you know what I mean? Like, when we were doing, like, um, Mystics of Bali and yeah. stuff like that. I was like, oh, Yeah, well, fuck. I don't know, like... <laughs> movies that are like kind of mainstream like this i mean like fright night is it's by no means like you know it's not like the huge blockbuster but there's a lot of every more, horror fan there's more it, yeah. information out there about it 
that I find to be interesting. That's like, what there's I mean. always, yeah, like the connections with other movies, which is like, okay, well, this person was in this movie, or this person worked on this movie, or they've had an illustrious career before they even started directing, things like that. It's like some of those movies, like, they're too obscure, and it, I think it's hard to even get excited about that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah. I, believe me, like, I love, love bad movies. But, I don't know, there's just something, especially, like, movies like this, like, it's nostalgic for all of us, right? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Movies that we grew up with that we saw. Well, what I love the most about this movie is that, like, uh, to me personally, like, it embodies, like, the 80s, like, sleepover yeah. movie that you rent, you know, with your friends. It has, like, a Gremlins like, feel. Yeah. yeah. Like, that, like, mm. fun, it's scary like, it's, feel. It's amazing from beginning to end. There is no lackluster Fuck. part about, like, anything that with this movie whatsoever. Like, it is, it's just one of those movies that, like, you remember watching when you were a kid, like, renting with your friends and, like, with your, like, having pizza, like, putting your VHS in and everything. Like, it was just, like, it embodies, like, that nostalgic moment And especially me. at our age when this first came out, or when we first saw it, whatever that may, whatever that may have been. <laughs> But the fucking, we will talk about later, it also has a, like, a bomb soundtrack. And when you're young, oh, like, yeah. oh, the so much. or whatever, and, yeah. like, this comes on, you're just Dude, like, that's yeah. Dude, yeah. sexy solo okay. every time he's on screen. <laughs> it just, like, just oh, happened. Okay, so my ovaries happened? are fluttering right now. I know. Now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Chris Sarandon, we're at the scene where uh, oh, the mother... Introduces him. Yeah, invites him over or whatever. And this is one of those scenes where, like, we're talking about him being, like, super dapper. He looks really dapper in this. With his red scarf. Yeah, like his scarf. Yeah, and, like, the collar of his gray jacket up. And, yes, to the guitar solo. Yeah. Yeah. Every fucking time Jerry comes up on the screen, the guitar solo just, like, makes me giggle, like, every single fucking time. I'm also, like, got super hard-ons. Plural. <laughs> <laughs> for, for dudes who wear a scarf that serves no purpose. Yeah. Oh, I totally. Honestly. Totally. I, yeah, like he's fabulous in this movie. And I find it interesting that in our research, I'm sure we all saw that like he actually was not really fond of the idea of being in a horror movie. Well, yeah, because like basically what happened, this is uh, interesting. Um, when his agent gave him the script, he was like, there's no way I'm going to do a horror movie again because he had a shitty experience making The Sentinel uh, which I haven't seen hmm. with but, Christopher Walken uh, but an interesting fact is the guy who directed The Sentinel uh, Michael Winner is also the guy who directed Tom Holland's script for that movie Scream for Help so they both had bad experiences, bad experiences with that particular with this, director with this right. particular director but Chris decided to read the script anyways, and then when he read it, he was, like, blown away by it and was like, fuck yes, I'm in. I'm doing this movie. Yeah, and then he actually went and flew down to, to meet, meet him. Tom Holland, and he actually had, like, all the storyboards planned out in his mind. He was, they like, sat he was talking and, like, about the scenes and stuff. Yeah, like, they sat in a room together, and Tom described, like, play by play, like, the entire movie to him, and they sat there, and it took hours, and then, like, he wasn't bored at all, and the whole time, like, Chris Sarandon was, like, I'm, like, convinced. You've convinced me. Yeah. Like, this movie 
the script is just like fantastic yeah, yeah. he had a really really strong vision for it which yeah. i think is is really really cool yeah he was also married to susan sarandon from 67 to 79 which is crazy where she she name. kept his last name yeah the actual yeah probably just for you know that's like her stage name right you know yeah. like it sounds great yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. got two s's <laughs> yeah alliteration, well. alliteration is an important yeah thing, yeah, you know? yeah. Important. and they were well, both babes in the 80s yeah like, and they uh, met they actually they met in university and and got married oh, like when they were really interesting. young yeah yeah well chris is also the voice of jack skellington which is yeah. super cool yeah, yeah. He's, he's got a good oh voice i need to that, close yeah. my eyes and listen to his voice because I read that, but I I need to like listen yeah. and like yeah he that's does have a, a yeah like a he's deep not voice. the singing voice of Jack yeah, he's yeah. like the the spoken word of Jack yeah um he's also in Dog Day Afternoon with mm-hmm. Al Pacino yeah Hoo-ah! and the Princess Bride that you mentioned earlier yeah and, and um, he's in Child's Play as well he's also in Child's Play which was also directed by Tom um he's also in uh, one of my favorite anthology TV shows that not a lot of people will remember but I hope some people do it's called Perversions of Science yes. <laughs> We watched some episodes of that. Yes, I yeah. do love that show. Um, it's a lot like, it's basically like Tales from the Crypt, but like science fiction. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Like it this experiment neat. goes horribly wrong. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. And yeah. like instead of like the Crypt Keeper, it's like a sexy robot lady that pushes her nipple. Megan's like, sign me it's up. Awesome. <laughs> it, it was only like one like a, season. Like it makes the movie play? Uh or it's like the beginning of the episode, like because she does it at the in like the segment, the opening beep, segment. Beep. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I fucking love that show. Um, he also had a cameo in the Fright Night remake. Um, I've only seen the remake once. I don't really remember it, but I don't remember hating it. Yeah, I saw it in theater. Um, I, I remember. Like I think uh, we were on tour, and I went and saw it in the theater because I was like, "Oh, this is awesome! Fright Night, great movie. I want to go and see the remake." Yeah, I don't remember disliking it, but I probably would have to rewatch. But Colin Farrell's hot. Fuck yeah, man. It's a different take. It's a different take on the movie because there's the comedic element of it is not really there. Like, this has, like, a I feel like it just felt like a different movie, though. Like, it wasn't Fright Night to me. It was just, like, a standalone movie. That's what I... And and speaking of Colin Farrell... Yes. No, it's not him. Total Recall. Was that Colin Farrell? Yes, that was him. Yes, it was. So, again, it's it's obviously a different movie. Way too many lens flares in that movie. That's my two cents. Yeah, you know what? If I had to choose (laughs) choose between the two, it would be the Fright Night remake over the Total Recall remake. Oh, fuck, I hated the Total Recall remake. You You can't remake that fucking... No, that's perfection. But why did they even call it a remake? Anyways, I'm not even going to get into it right now. Yeah. Um, and also, Chris Sarandon was in an Alanis Morissette video. Yeah, that's weird. That's too bad. Maybe, she, maybe they were banging or something. Maybe. Probably. Also, uh, Chris Sarandon uh, studied bats for this movie and decided oh. that Jerry was a frugivore, uh, which is why he eats apples in the movie to cleanse Aww. his palate between feedings. That's so yeah. clever. He's yeah. a fruit bat. He's I a fruit bat. precious. He eats fruit. Okay, so then why are they vampires? Vampires are bats, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but vampires aren't fruit bats. <laughs> <laughs> Vampire bat. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. Wesley Willis. <laughs> Are we ever going to talk about Amanda Bears? 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 Yeah, we can talk about her. I don't really have anything. Marcy Darcy. That's it. You know, and it's funny because <laughs> like I also understand. don't have that much to say about her. She, I really, she's adorable. She she's adorable. Is awesome. I love her. Yeah. 
She's the girl next door, totally, for for this movie. She's not. I didn't know she was a little gay. That's Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's married to a woman. And uh, she was also, uh, so obviously Marcy Darcy. I watched a lot of Married with Children when I was Yeah, that's her best known role, probably. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she also, the only other thing that I know her from, besides this and Married with Children, is she was a also in Doom Generation, which is like my favorite Gregor movie. Uh, he's one of my favorite directors. He makes really weird movies, but um, she was a barmaid in that movie. But another fun fact about her in this movie is she wore fake boobs for the scene at the end Aww. of the movie, and um, she kept it, and she brought it to a horror convention a couple years ago and encouraged fans to sign the boobs while she signed their autographs. Oh, that's so, like That's pretty cool. That's fun. Um, wasn't she and Stephen Jeffries in a movie yes. prior to this as well, and they played a couple? So um, they were familiar with each other? Yeah, they were friends. It's a movie called uh, Fraternity Vacation. Hmm. It came out the same uh, year as Fright Night as well. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so they already, yeah, they already knew each other. Production, I think, was before Fright Night, so they oh. were already sort of aware and like yeah because i think uh, i'm pretty sure fright night started uh filming in the it was winter like, yeah it was like the of end 84. of 84 yeah right. it was like around yeah. christmas time and it went into sort of the spring and only because uh william ragsdale actually broke his ankle partway through no. the mm-hmm. movie so they had to like halt production while he healed and then they started back up again yeah well, William Ragsdale, who plays uh, Charlie Brewster, you're so cool, Brewster. <laughs> uh, he's also in Fright Night 2. Um, Which we watched recently. We watched yeah. it last weekend, actually. We'll talk about that later. And uh, he's also in the sequel to Mannequin. Do you remember the movie Mannequin? I literally shit you not, like, highlighted a thousand times. I was like, <laughs> Mannequin 2! Okay, I totally, I've never seen, I've never seen the second Mannequin, but I've Neither seen the first I. one, I've seen the first one a bunch, though. I remember the first one. It was on TV all the time with Kim Cattrall. But I did not know that there uh, that the second one that Christy Swanson, OG Buffy, yeah, is yeah, in it babe. with him. So I need to watch it. Um, the he's... premise, though, yeah, it's pretty deranged. The premise: a department store clerk, but he's also a reincarnated prince. And then it goes on, like, oh, that sounds absurd. <laughs> I don't want to watch that shit. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. <laughs> I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of those like I don't want to drink beer and watch it I want to roll like a cross joint yeah <laughs> <laughs> need, if you're by yourself you'll need like two lighters and a yeah. candle <laughs> uh-huh. I thought hurricane season was over <laughs> oh my god oh, she's fanning herself I'm literally I can't <laughs> um, well I William Ragsdale um Recently, he's just, like, in a bunch of, like, TV episodes. Yeah, he's in, like, CSI, Criminal Minds. Yeah, but you mentioned this show. Herman's Morgan. Head. What? I don't remember. Do you not remember Herman's, Herman's Head? Oh, I my God. It was on for three seasons. Do you want to know why I remember it? Because I was like, he's cute. I don't Around that time in my all. life, I was like, he's he's a cute boy. Herman's Head, like is that, like, years in reference old. to a head or, like, a place? It's, like, uh, Inside of his head. Like, yeah, okay, he, so, there's, like, people that talk to yeah, him in his head or something. Yeah, it was, like, a, a sitcom, basically. So he had all these different, like... I don't want to say, like, multiple personalities, but it was kind of like that idea where, okay. like, all these different characters are sort of inside of his head or whatever while he's, like, at his job, his boring desk job. So, yeah, like, that was the only other thing that I really 
knew him from. But I, I don't know. I guess it wasn't that popular. But it had three seasons, so it didn't get I canceled was just right ask away. How many seasons did it have? Yeah, three. Also, also very very important news: Roadhouse Two. <laughs> He was in wow. Roadhouse. I totally forgot there's that there was a sequel a to Roadhouse. A sequel to Roadhouse. <gasps> you know the thing? Did they not? Did they remake Roadhouse? I feel like they, they just remade Roadhouse. I want to say. Definitely a very prominently like known Patrick Swayze movie. I want to I know they've done a thousand different Dirty Dancings, but that's not even it. That can't even be no, it. No, no, no. You can't make, remake Roadhouse. No, I, I honestly want to say there was like. Or why would we both have the same thought, Yes. Yeah. Why would we both have that thought? I'm, I don't know. Maybe it's Point Break that I'm thinking of. No, it's of. Point Break. Boo! Yeah. Okay, and I have to say, we've talked about Boo. the Point Boo. Break remake Boo. 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 because Boo. of uh, Catherine Bigelow in our Weird okay. episode. Sorry, that's what I was thinking of. I was thinking of the Point Break Yeah. Uh, I did remake. finally watch some of the new Point Break movie, and the acting was so bad, I turned it off. Boo, fuck that shit. So Roadhouse 2 came out off. in 2006. That's yeah, he's a, in that movie. That, that's they why. waited just a minute to come out with that, eh? why I thought there was a remake, because this is what I'm thinking out. of. Wow, this looks awful. Rotten to the core. You can't. He's not even, like, in the Jake top. Jake season. <laughs> <laughs> Wild Bill. Fucking ginger dead man. <laughs> I never got around to watching ginger dead man. Oh, that's so terrible. I know. Oh, what a great title, though. Fuck. I think it's hilarious. Ginger dead man. Ginger dead man. It's pretty good, actually. You're right. Well, <laughs> William Ragsdale also auditioned for the lead in Mask. But right. then it, it ended up going to Eric Stoltz. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so we we mentioned earlier that Charlie Sheen... Mask. The movie was Cher? Yeah. yeah. That is one of the best movies I've ever seen. Sorry. I've never seen it. Oh, God. Oh, it's great. It's, it's great. His face yeah. is fucked. No, it's Figgity fucked up. <laughs> don't. It's based on a true story. I don't. And we were talking about John Merrick, too. Don't. It's like Alice in Wonderland serious. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to hell. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Um, also, we mentioned that he broke his ankle during filming. Yeah. He was running down the stairs in a scene. Um, but I think in some scenes, they still shot while he had the right. cast on yeah. as well. That makes so, sense. good for you, Charlie Brewster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what else they're remaking? <gasps> you might know. Don't know if you'll know. A Star is Born. What? what? Chris Christopherson and fucking... Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand. Oh, really? One of the no, best movies. Not. Yes, they are. And okay. you know who's playing Barbara Streisand? I was just going to say. Somebody's terrible. Who's going to fucking play them? Brace yourselves oh, because. I'm going to throw up. Is right? it going to be like Britney Spears? I'm going to be sick. It's Lady Gaga. Well, she's uh, a good actor, though. Don't tell me she's Barbara Streisand. No, but yeah. her voice is fabulous when she when she does it. I know. When she does it well, serious. Who's playing? Mr. Chris Christopherson. I don't know, but it doesn't matter because Some he, loser. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck <laughs> whoever's playing that guy. Oh God, you know what? I don't want to like, I don't want to promote hate no, to Lady I think, Gaga. I just love Barbara. Yeah. I think his shirt is just tucked in. Oh. So we're at the scene where Evil Ed and Amy come into Charlie's room and he's got candles and garlic and crosses and all over. And he's masturbating. And he's masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> He's rubbed garlic paste all over his hand. Yeah. You gotta oh, get that garlic paste in his urethra and make sure he doesn't get a yeah. dick. Uh, <laughs> and then he's gonna jizz garlic into some girl's pussy. That's right. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, I'm carried away. Um, so That's what we do best. 
Yes. I want to talk about Stephen Jeffries. It's yeah, time. let's talk about it's him. Time. Okay. It's time. I fucking love 976 Evil. Love You've said that. that fucking movie so much. Uh, have you guys seen it? No. I've seen it, I think... Maybe, maybe one. It's directed by Robert, Robert England. England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. I I watched it at a very young age, and it just it resonated with me. Hey, <laughs> hey! <laughs> that was that one movie that that VHS when we went to Horrorama. That was that one you were trying to find. Yeah, and then I found it on Instagram, and someone traded for me uh, with nice. me. Uh, I don't remember what I traded for, but I was so happy to get it back in my possession because I had it on VHS and it just went missing. Uh, mm, but yeah, it also, there is one scene in the movie where you see a Fright Night poster. That's cool. Sweet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Stephen Jeffries, um, fuck, I love you. Uh, so he's also in Fraternity Vacation with Amanda Bierce as well. It mm-hmm. came out the same year. Uh, he's also in another movie called The Chair. And I recall many movies in the 80s that had an electrocution, like, element in it. Like, yeah. just, like, Shocker, Destroyer yeah. is another one. Like, they both, like, have to do with... The electric uh, chair. Yeah, like, inmates, mm. like, being electrocuted. Mm. I haven't seen the chair. So, he also poorly auditioned for the role of Gary in Weird Science. And it ended up going to Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> best John Hughes movie. And, I, I um, actually, I read what the actual mix-up was. So apparently, Stephen Jeffries and Anthony Michael Hall had the same casting agent. Yeah, Jackie Birch. Yes. And so what happened was that actually John Hughes had requested Anthony Michael Hall, but she mixed it up and she sent him instead. And he was like, well, you're not who I wanted. And so he awkwardly still auditioned and then it... Just, he wanted him anyways. So. But it, it actually worked to his advantage because Jackie remembered him and knew Tom. And when they were trying to find the role for Evil Ed, she thought of him. And they called him and they were like, we want you to audition for this movie, Fright Night. He read the script and he actually thought that he was going to audition for Charlie. Yeah. So when he went to the audition, he was like, he thought that he was actually going for Charlie's role, but then they were like, no, we want you for, for Ed's role. And he was disappointed, Obviously, but I think it fucking worked out fantastic because he nails evil Ed's character. Like he and acts, he's almost more iconic than oh Charlie, absolutely right? oh, definitely absolutely. definitely like yeah. I agree with that one hundred percent and he and it's just he acts just like this in nine seven six evil too like awkward nerdy guy yeah. but like uh, kind of creepy he's definitely fucking creepy yeah. in nine seven six evil fuck I love that movie so much I refuse to watch the sequel it came out in the nineties and I watched one scene on YouTube and I was like nope. Looks awful. Sequel. Yeah, yeah. It was made in the '90s, and I saw it's the about 90s girls. Are really iffy about fucking. Some are good and some are bad, but well, this one is bad. The '90s was the era for sequels, of, like, like bad sequels, though. Like bad. stop it, stop the '90s. Um, Stephen Jeffrey also. Um, I think it's. I kind of think it's interesting because of like the, a lot of the characters that he has played that he started out in theater. And uh, he was in the Broadway musical The Human Comedy, and he actually was nominated for a fucking Tony Award. Wow! For his role in this fucking Broadway musical, so That's he obviously awesome. is like amazing for Broadway. Yeah, and he also actually won a World Theater Award 
for good for him. his role in that too. And then that was in uh, 1983. So, well, he took a break from horror for about nine years to do gay porn. And good for you, sir. You are definitely like openly gay and That's having a fun ten with it. year career change. We have looked yeah. it up. We have seen pictures and we have seen videos. Yeah. And we have seen gifts. Yeah. He has a very oily butt. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so he came back to horror <laughs> to be in this in the movie Sick Girl that came out in 2007, directed by Eben Magar. Uh, he also starred in a horror movie called Do Not Disturb, which was one of the last movies that Corey Haim was in Aww, before he Corey died. Haim. So you know what? That bums me out. Yes. Corey uh, Haim. Yeah. That's really sad, because, like, yeah, those last few years of his life, like, were, were pretty brutal. They were very sad. Uh, another thing I love about Stephen Jeffries so much was that for the Mad Monster Party convention in South Carolina a couple years ago, he fucking wore the evil Ed costume for the photo ops. That's I cool. love it when people get in character for the photo ops. And they're super Because they know it, yeah. how much it costs. Like, these fans yeah. are waiting in lines. Like, they're paying, like, $100, $200, like, just to get a photo with you, you know? And, like, you go out of your way to dress up for them. That just melts my heart. It, yeah. like, makes me hate You know, like, some asshole so wearing sunglasses. Yeah, fucking Norman Reedus wearing sunglasses. Hat. Oh, yeah, no, like, that's so shitty. That is so shitty. He's notorious for that. Like, he wears sunglasses. Yeah, like, it's it's absurd. Like, you know what? These people made you. I'm sorry. Like, if I want my photo with somebody, exactly. show your face. Yeah. yeah, show some fucking appreciation. Don't be so ominous about it. it. Just looks like a hungover piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. like always. He's I know, so like he, he always looks. People hungover. think he's so hot, and I think I don't he think just he's hot at he all. He looks like a no. hobo. He's a fucking straight up bum. <laughs> Fuck you, he's man. Got your those bum. eyeballs, those yeah. like beady eyes. He was at a he's bar. He's got them hepatitis eyeballs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Graves disease or Hashimoto's yeah. disease. <laughs> one of those diseases. He was at a bar that I was at one night. It was in Toronto and it was like at, during Fan Expo and he like came to my friend's show and he, it just like seeing all these people following him around oh, all sad. night and like surrounding him all night and like he'd just be like, yeah man, I got my entourage and I was just like, I don't give a shit, man. Yeah. Like don't get me wrong, that kind of a life, it sucks because... If you're the kind of person that just wants peace and you en- enjoy your craft and your art and then like all of a sudden there's people like sucking your soul and energy all the time like that sucks. It's so hard. I feel like he but it. he gets off on but it. Yeah, he loves yeah. It. He loves it. It's different, yeah. When when that's the sort of thing that just like fucking inflates your ego. It's shitty. I love this guy's like fucking Sherlock Holmes jacket getup he has. Roddy McDowell. Like, oh, he's so precious. I I love his character. This is amazing. Um, I love that they named him after Vincent Price and Peter Cushing. Yeah, that's. And that I also really cool. um just wanted to mention. Peter Cushing in uh, Rogue One looked so no, that shit good. Freaked me out. Yeah, actually, okay. I, I actually was like, like no, 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 no. Uh, it made no. me question if he was dead or alive. Yeah, I was like, no, he died in the nineties. Did he not? I'm pretty I'm sure. I'm pretty sure he died in the nineties. Have you I seen Rogue One, shit? Megan? Obviously. Okay, Moff Tarkin. He shows up at uh, Moff Tarkin. Don't name names like I know names. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I am a nerd. I. Uh, the, they they like recreated him like for the movie and like he looks 
real. Like, yeah, but, he yeah, but who is real. he? Yeah, oh, that's oh, duh. Thing. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of but course, like, of course. but he looked real. He in did it. look like, real. Yeah. yeah. So they had an actor that they kind did of resembled his face structure to like just... be the like base for it, and yeah. then they built the CGI on top, and like. Honestly, I was freaked out. Oh my god! Oh, oh no 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 no! Gary, no, 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 no. Oh, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, we have to stop talking. Underneath. We have to stop talking. Because okay, so he's got like sweater. a gray sweater with like a white oh, turtleneck, eating so an apple. Good. So he's he's meeting um, Peter Vincent for the first time because he brought uh, Charlie brought him to the house because he's convinced that he's a vampire and he's just like I'm not a vampire. I'm just a sexy guy with some fucking sexy sweaters. Yeah. Look at all the clocks. I know. How Gorgeous. many clocks? Gorgeous. How many clocks do you need? Do you need to know what time it is? There are so are, are you many Flav Flav? Yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. God. So Jerry is uh, hitting on Amy, kissing her hand, yep. all suave. And she's kind of like, I don't know. She's like, I don't know if I'm into it or not. I think so. Why are there so many clocks? <laughs> there like, are an absurd amount of no, clocks. No, no, no. Like, you said, oh, there's a lot of clocks. And then it's like, but, but there's like 25 of them on the fucking wall. And they're all those bing bong. Yeah. Yeah. Grandfather clocks <laughs> and fucking shit. fucking weird. Um, one thing I wanted to mention about this scene that kind of tipped me off. Um, I did see like some talk about how... This movie kind of pays homage a little bit to Salem's Lot. Uh, yes, I have noticed that. There's for a ton sure. of parallels. Yeah. yeah, just even with the like the home and also yeah. the like human keeper that yeah. kind of like protects yeah. the that, vampire. Yeah, but that's even the original Dracula had the human keeper. Yeah. Protects, well, the thing right? is though is that like it's specific because the, the keeper or whatever like he dies at, on the stairs the same way. Yeah. And it's like the older man with the younger man fighting a head vampire is the same. Um, the house is very similar. Yeah. has a very large staircase with a window, like mm-hmm. stained glass window and at the very some top. Some of the basement stuff, too. Yeah, and like yeah, the yeah. final scene the occurs stuff. in a basement. Um, but yeah, like Jerry like and Barlow's guardian both die on the stairs. Like there's a lot of uh, similarities. And actually, I also read that Jerry is more similar to Barlow in the Stephen King book. I have not read it. Yeah. You'd be the one to be able to sort of... Just like in the movie, though, it's like a good 200 pages of, like... Yeah. Like, the movie, I find Salem's Lot, like, the first little bit, the first half hour of Salem's Lot... It's kind of boring, yeah. It's like, what's happening? I do kind of... And movies like that, when I was a kid especially, you know in the 80s when you start watching horror movies? That's why I was more inclined to watch stuff like Child's Play or whatever, because it's, like, right from the get-go, like, stupid, but as a kid, it's really, like... Right off the bat. That's why movies, even like The Exorcist when I was a kid, that opening scene when they're doing the excavating and blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. I was like, oh! Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck! I it's just so want to see boring. someone with their face yeah. ripped off. Yeah. I still want to watch the remake of Salem's Lot with Rob Lowe. Yeah. Because didn't you say that, that it's more true to the novel? Um, no, that was the remake of The Shining. Or not oh, the okay. remake. Sorry. That no, was... Yeah, like the 90s uh, Shining. Yeah. Uh, with yeah. the guy from Wings. I'd still be curious to see it. Yeah, I, I do want to watch it, but Rob fuck Rob. yeah, man. He's ageless. More like Rob. Hello! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> nice, 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 nice. <laughs> well, I did recently watch Return to Salem's Lot. It oh, has, like, that. nothing to do yeah. with Salem's Lot. I have Lot. never seen it's, it. It's no. basically just, like, the town Ugh. is, like, the only thing that they have in common, but yeah. it's not great. I did watch Salem's Lot, like, kind of recently. Go ahead. I was going to just say, speaking of Stephen King shit or whatever, you guys saw I just rewatched 
riding the bullet since I was like, I mean, that movie came out in like 2000. I've never seen it. No. It is so It's good. a vampire, uh, sorry, werewolf movie, right? No. No, that's Silver Bullet. Oh, yeah. sorry, I'm thinking of Silver, Silver Bullet. Silver Bullet. Classic. Yeah, that's with Corey Haim. I think you and her should fucking do Silver Bullet for this. I, I, well, yeah, for the podcast, yeah. yeah. But I think genuinely, as far as like, um, for your viewing entertainment, riding the bullet, I think you would like more. David Arquette's in it. Oh, I I do like him. He's amazing, and it's just like a funny. It's like one of those funny. It's almost like um, the Lost Boys, where like some scenes you're just like. Yeah. Like Sexy Sax Man. But just so, it was so fucking entertaining. Oh, I cool. still believe. Every All the listeners will be like wishing they could be here. I don't want to make mm-hmm. them uncomfortable. We'll talk a little bit more about Roddy McDowell, who plays uh, Peter Vincent. Tom originally actually wanted Vincent Price to play Peter. But at Which that totally point, makes sense. Oh my God. I yeah. Because this is totally like written... Like, it's written for him. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, in that kind of, like, almost kind of comedic, like, horror spooky kind of way. Yeah, I do love Vincent Price. Uh, he's one of my heroes. I, I have a tattoo of him, like, on my arm. But uh, he, at that point, wanted to stop doing horror because he was typecast. And I was going to so, say, excuse me for always being this person, I feel like, on the podcast, but isn't that a bit predictable? Yeah, like, he didn't want to do it. Role? Yeah. Like, no, it, just... you're right. He didn't want to do it. Like, at that point, he had been doing horror movies for, like, 40 years, and he didn't start out with horror. He started out, he started doing a lot of, like, Shakespeare theater. Yeah. And, uh, like, romantic comedies I was and say, stuff. I think he'd be really good in, like, a romance movie. He was in a lot of fucking romantic comedies. Um, He was a fucking babe back in the day, man. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah, so but he ended up watching Fright Night and he thought it was wonderful and he thought Roddy did a great job. Um, unfortunately, Roddy McDowell passed away in 1998 of lung cancer and uh, his IMDb is insane. He has over 250 acting credits. Absurd. He has been acting since the 30s. Yeah. The thirties. So like, like he's been acting. Like he's been acting since he was a fucking baby. Like yeah, that's he, he had some like like yeah, roles as like, like an a, infant. Like he was a baby actor. Like they put him in commercials when he was a baby. And he was Cornelius and Caesar in Planet of the Apes, which yeah. blew my mind I know. when I read that because I've seen Planet of the Apes many times. Like who had that no, monkey mask? I Holy shit! had no idea mm-hmm. that that was him which is like insane yeah. and it's actually awesome that one of the life casts like from Planet of the Apes is in his apartment in Fright Night in this Night. movie yeah yeah I love Planet of the Apes Dr. Zayas Dr. Zayas <laughs> Dr. Zayas Dr. Zayas you know what they say human see human do <laughs> he's also in Cleopatra and a Lassie movie and Elizabeth Taylor is in obviously both of those and so they developed very fond friendship and uh he's also in orson wells macbeth (laughs) uh if if anyone has not heard any of our older episodes You need to just look up. We need to get back on the drunk Orson Welles yeah, train. You need to fucking look up the Orson Welles wine commercial. The Paul Masson wine, uh, I think it's champagne, right? Yeah. The Paul Masson champagne commercial that Orson Welles did is fucking hilarious. One of the funniest Mo-ho. things I've ever seen in my entire life. Mo-ho. <laughs> He's literally passing out. I know. He's been drinking Paul Masson all fucking day, drinking the props. 
I still need to find the actual wine because I want to drink it and just talk like Orson Welles all night. Yeah. That would be hilarious. I wonder if we'd have to, like, order it. Uh, I, it's, a Californ- it's a California wine. Oh, it's California. So I'm okay. assuming you so could find overseas, it in California. So yeah. Oh, also- here it is. <laughs> <laughs> but see what I'm saying about how he's dressed? Like, look at how dapper that I shit know. is. His jacket's so, a bit long. Yeah. We're at the scene Seven where in. Jerry is uh, hunting Evil Ed in the alley. It's just so much fucking solo sexy guitar. <sighs> It's amazing. I fucking hate. Maybe if you weren't looking back, fucking seventy-five percent of the time you were running, you wouldn't have fallen. I Listen to the effect on that. I can't stand it. Oh my god. He's just walking casually with his hands in his yeah. trench coat. Is that a pocket. leather trench coat? Oh my fucking god, it's gray leather <gasps> with a red that's scarf. Hot. That's so fucking eighties. It's absurd. <laughs> oh um, so Roddy McDowell was also in um, a Twilight Zone episode. And he's also in Fright Night 2 as well with uh, Charlie. Mm-hmm. Um, also, um, he apparently, I don't know if you guys were like super into the like Alice in Wonderland, like two part, like TV Stop series with the in the 80s. Yeah, he was in that, he was in that as well. And he played the March Hare. That, sh- that was so Who was so the crazy bitch who played jam. the fucking. Are you talking about Carol Channing? Yes! Yes! Fuck. So that shit was amazing. No way he was in that. Yeah, yeah you're right. Mm-hmm. He was. Man. Yeah, that Jabberwocky was yeah. scary. That was so scary. But it was also one of those things was it's like, is this really for kids? Ew, long fingers. Is this really for kids? You know one of those things where it's like, Oh, this dude, is like yeah. Return to Oz? That movie fucked with my fucking Oh, that's not what I'm thinking of. Sorry, I'm thinking about the one with James Franco. Boo. Return to Oz fucked with me, man, when I was a kid. <laughs> Like, seriously, like, she, like, changes her head. Yeah, you know, I never saw that until I was old enough to oh be like, me. That movie is amazing. It fucked with me. Never Ender Story 2 is also a really fucked up one. Uh, yes, also a weird one? head changing Yeah, the head, you remember! Yes. Oh my god, <laughs> Jonathan Brandis! Hello! Of course I remember! Uh, <laughs> your yeah, I know, that movie is fucked, man. Um, also, Anyways. Roddy McDowell... An interesting thing about uh, Peter Vincent's character was the original ending had Peter transforming into a vampire on his show Fright Night. Oh, so they decided to change that, and he didn't um, like bitch out or anything like James Karen. Like I don't want to stand oh, yeah, in the cold. Know, right? <laughs> and Clue Gulliger just beating people with a pipe. She. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, and apparently during filming, Roddy filmed a bunch of behind the scenes stuff, but no one ever saw the footage, and it remains to be lost to this day. That's no. interesting. I know. I find that to be so fascinating. And like, another fun, interesting thing about his life. In 1974, the FBI raided his house. <gasps> cool. Yeah, in regards to film piracy collection, but no charges were filed. Man, the FBI actually follows through on film piracy because, like, I always thought like that thing 70s, that came though? on, like, the front Yeah, in the 70s. You know? But, like, well, like uh, Roddy McDowell's, like, fucking got some, like, weird, like, underground tape trade in his well, fucking what, house. What it was was <laughs> that he purchased um, a, an actor from the 40s and 50s, Errol Flynn. Yes. He purchased his film collection and made copies. What's his name? Errol, uh, Flynn. Errol Flynn. Do you know Errol Flynn? I know a guy named very, Daryl Flynn. No, he, yeah, he's very famous. Errol Flynn. Flynn. And he, if you want to do some super fucking like debonair, like he was a motherfucker. Oh, dude, actually, you know what? I got deep. Megan, you would be. All I got. I got guy. deep in my research and Errol Flynn. If you want to hear some like interesting history on an f- interesting person in film 
look him yeah. up. Okay. There's some weird shit with him and fucking L. Ron Hubbard. Mm. Oh, There's some some interesting L. things Ron. there. Yeah, super, super. Like, oh, Elrod. You'll, you'll actually know what? <laughs> Very LZ interesting, group. though, Megan. You will, you'll definitely recognize Errol Flynn. Here's a good picture. Oh, look at his little mustachio. Yeah, with his little pencil stash. Yeah, yeah I do actually. Like, super good looking. Creepy information like, about that guy. Oh. And also probably a super freak too. Cause I'm a super freak. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he apparently died in Vancouver. That's weird. So yeah, Evil so Ed is in uh, Peter Vincent's house and uh, so the infamous attacked cross. him. Oh, the just burned nice. the cross on his forehead. The scream. His teeth used to, like, when I was a kid, this is the part that scared me. This, like... His scream! Just Because it's not like your typical prior-to-this vampire thing where just the two fangs came yeah, down. It's, it's like, like his whole mouth. Yeah, yeah. Stephen Jeffries nailed this fucking yeah. character. <laughs> He's gonna fucking fly out this window. Oh, yeah. He belly flopped through the window. Pretty oh much. shit, here comes my favorite scene. Oh, here it is. Like, this reminds me so much of Gremlins because I find his character is super parallel to Very life. Very similar. Right? And then there's that Dracula guy who they go to for help. Right? He had that show, that Dracula show. In the same world. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. I love this scene so much. We've already talked about how like sweater. I know it's the sweater. It's like rolled. Oh my god! I seriously like. I'm obsessed with this scene. I know, and like he's such a fucking much. He's like a shark. Like he just like swims back and forth. Seriously, if I had a time machine, I would go back to this fucking scene if it was like real. I just want to live there. I. It's mesmerizing, <laughs> though. Like, look at him. I know that woman that just, like, caresses his head and He's neck. irresistible. I know. I know. It's fucking absurd. And it, I'm also, uh, like, obsessed with this, like, fucking song. The song is so good. Oh, my God. It's so good. He could literally have anyone he wants. Why is he choosing her? I just... Because uh, she reminds him of, like, his, his old... Well, it's not just typical. Like the woman in the painting. Yeah, yeah actually, like it's like it's like typical. Mina from Dracula. I was like, say, oh, yeah. super like, typical. Yeah. yeah, that was actually an element of the movie that he apparently had proposed to, to Tom Holland, mm-hmm. and he kind of went for it to yeah, make sense of why. I was gonna say because she's really not. Good man. Oh, he smiles. Oh, in a bad time. Fucking Ian Hunter, man. Bought the oh hoople. My God. <laughs> Oh fuck, fuck, the scene is so good! I know. <laughs> Do you remember how gross it was to put a fucking payphone to your face? I know. Ooh. <laughs> I can't really imagine it still exists. <laughs> I love how, like, yeah, his hand hovers over her shoulder, like, stop. I know. She's in her grandma blouse. But, like, look at this, like, how he puts his hand on her leg, like, mmm. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, and she's like, I don't know what's happening. I don't, I can't, I don't know. I am a zombie. Just and go, I love how her hair, like, infinite, like, just, like, all of a sudden becomes, like, big and up and sexy. Oh, yeah, and he pulls oh, her dress he's up. Pulling her dress oh, up. my goodness. Oh, it's so hot. This whole scene is just, like, the epiphany of sexual, like, appeal. It's so hot. Oh, Oh my. She's confused. It's a very submissive thing that just happened right there. Yeah. 
Well, because she's confused because she's a virgin and she's like the girl next door. And then her hair is all And now her hair is all of a sudden like... Look, look at this shit. Pretty ring. I know. He's got such a fancy... And his fucking... Oh, yeah. every fiber of that sweater. I want to run my fingers through it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Who goes to a club wearing that fucking sweater? Jerry so hot on I know. Look at this right shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it is. Oh, and she's like fondling his buttocks. Yeah, she's so into it. And this song, Give It Up, by uh, Evelyn Champagne. Oh, King. shit! And she's no! I'm gonna make this neck scoop on your neck. sweater bigger! <laughs> <laughs> scoop that neck, make it scoopier. <laughs> like have a double. Like, double he's like double scoop neck. The look that he's giving her, like, he literally, it's like, you look he like a pork chop. Like, he's, I know. It's crazy. But, like, he nails that. It doesn't look fake. Like, he no. literally looks like he's he like, wants I'm her. going to fucking eat you. Yeah, I'm going like, to eat your yeah. pussy. This shit is crazy. <laughs> and now she's like, yeah, like, like going look at those down pleats. his uh, I was say, going down area. His look at his pleats. Oh, my fucking God. I oh, can't. no. Look at this guy dancing with the yellow fucking suspenders, too. I love the extras. I'm super into it. Well, this club was um, a former hardware store, and it was actually uh, firstly transformed into the club for the Brian De Palma's Body Double movie, yeah. but also for the Frankie Goes to Hollywood video for Relax. Yes. Oh, are you yeah. serious? The video for Frankie Goes to Hollywood for Relax is this this set. That is fucking no awesome. Way. Yeah. That's super cool. I know. Oh! oh! He's like, don't even try it, kid. And, and this song, so when he, like, uh, punches, he tries to punch Jerry, and Jerry just, like, grabs his fist or whatever. <coughs> that is Autograph. And uh, it's the song called, um, I think, You Can't Hide from the Beast Inside. Mm -hmm. um, Autograph, uh, if you want to watch a really hilarious fucking 80s hair metal music video, uh, turn up the turn radio. Turn up the radio! That fucking video. Run. You know what's funny? That video reminds me of perversions of science. Does it? <laughs> yeah, because the robot lady. Yeah. Oh shit. Also, this guy, the bouncer <laughs> at the club, is in Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. Mm. Yeah, he's in like he's one of those like punk rockers in Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. Oh gosh. Oh, interesting. Yeah, his um, uh, his name is Nick Savage. So everybody's freaking out now because. Shit's going down. Yeah. He beat up Jerry just fucking, like, people. clawed at somebody's neck. This and kind now of stuff getting... stresses me out. Yeah, this is like some fucking... Because this is how people die. Great White shit happening oh, there. Oh, yeah. What? Great White, the band. Oh. There was a fire on the stage. And I think happened. it was in Rhode, got Rhode Island, and, like, a lot of people died because I've of trampling. I've never heard of that band. I really? love classic rock. Great what the white? fuck is Great White? Yeah. Once bitten, twice shy. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's all I need to know. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I need to know. Yeah. Well, the um, the head of the special effects makeup was Richard Edlund. Oh, my God. This guy's got absurd fucking titles. Yeah, I know. Um, absurd. Yeah, so him and his team had just finished with Ghostbusters mm. um, before they worked on Fright Night. And they had a prop that they weren't allowed to. To use for Ghostbusters because for it was too scary ghost, for the ghost in the library. That is a hundred percent the scariest thing ever. So yeah. Well, apparently, sure. yeah, they had it a was prop. scarier. No. Yeah, and no, that no, was no. like gonna no, make the you. movie 
like non PG thirteen, yeah, yeah, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. So they actually used that prop for the bat in in Fright Night. Oh, cool! That's yeah, cool. which is super cool. But yeah, this guy has done like everything, uh, special effects for Battlestar Galactica. He did Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, Fuck Raiders yeah. of the Lost Ark, Poltergeist, uh, and then he had apparently after. Uh, doing a lot of stuff for, like, George Lucas and stuff like that, formed his own company, which is Boss Films, and he did Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, um, yeah. Die Hard, Ghostbusters, obviously Hunt for Red October, Cliffhanger, yeah! Nice. Um, Outbreak, uh, Air Force he One. He did the special effects makeup uh, for Cliffhanger? Well, I don't know, probably some blood and some shit. Yeah. I watched Cliffhanger, like, last yeah. week, I think. I love Cliffhanger. It's, it's pretty good. Um, and actually, the... Mo- one of the most interesting things that I read about um, Richard Edlund was that he actually was one of the developer and manufacturers for the Pig Nose portable guitar amp. And I don't know if that means anything to you guys, but no. those are the amps that you clip onto your belt. Yeah, and, like, yeah. I have two of them at home. Oh, that's cool. He created that, and he had a partner in him. They went into business and created these like little mini so amps. Two Minds came up with the name Pig Nose? Yeah, well, because it's like a little circle, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a little circle. But yeah, I don't know. I thought that was really cool. Cause that's like, really cool. In addition to being like uh, a special effects guy for all these badass movies, he also He's is a musician and did some cool shit, too. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, um, the hardest part about the makeup was the contacts. Um, Ooh, they made them by hand. Yeah, well, because, like, back then, they didn't have the, like, the plastic, like, um, bendy ones. Yeah. Like they are now. So they were hard plastic, and they were hand-painted, and so they could only be worn for 20 minutes at a time, because uh, you're basically, like, blind in them, yeah. and they caused a lot of pain. And um, fucking Stephen Jeffries uh, wore his for 40 minutes once, and they left scratches on his eyes for oh, months. That's after. terrible. For months. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. I was seeing that, like, they actually had crafted them by hand so they were hand sanding them yeah and they maybe it might have been the one that fucked Stephen jeffries up was somebody had forgot to sand it and also it took like um eight hours to apply uh chris sarandon's makeup and since he had experience with doing his own makeup in theater, he helped. Like he did his yeah, own he did his own fingers well. and everything like that. Yeah, and the makeup for Evil Ed's uh, wolf transformation took eighteen hours. That's absurd. Like that's insane. Can you imagine? Like, I can't even imagine like being on a plane for that long. Like, oh, that's I've crazy. been on a plane for eighteen hours, but I mostly drank and took drugs to sleep. Not sit there yeah, and be like, put makeup on my face. And, like, the worst part about about Stephen Jeffries' uh, makeup experience in this movie is that the crew thought that they were pouring uh, methyl cellulose into his mouth uh, to have, like, the saliva, like, shiny look, but they just realized that it was actually prosthetic as- adhesive. Oh! So they, and it was glued his mouth shut. <laughs> yeah, they fucking glued his mouth shut. Like, that... Sounds like it sucks. Oh my god, that's absurd. Yeah. Also, this fucking scene is crazy. More fucking guitar solo. When he like thrusts and she's like, "Ah!" Don't, you know I don't like those things. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like them. Now. Oh, he's gonna do it. That's like her her neck. It's more her shoulder. You're right. That is not, I was gonna call it your corrosive artery, but I have a feeling that's not. If it was your corrosive artery, that would be burning. That's right, that's right. Oh, look at that. That's pretty sexy, though. Like, blood dripping down her back. The size of his fucking grandma ring. 
Well, that song that is uh, like a reoccurring song that happens like throughout the movie, mm-hmm. uh, it's composed by Brad Fiedel, and um, he was actually hired on purpose because he did the song for Terminator. Interesting. Yeah, okay, so well, he did the sense. score for Terminator, yeah. and that's why he was hired for this movie. But on the soundtrack, the song includes lyrics and singing, whereas in the movie, it's just oh. the, the um, like just the instrumental. So version. there is there are lyrics to that song. Yeah, and also, he also composed the score for that movie. Fraternity Vacation. Okay. With Amanda Bierce and Stephen Jeffries. Interesting. Yeah, yeah there's, there's, a, there's a lot of similarities in this movie. Yeah, they've all, everything kind of came together. Yeah. In the right time. And also the car that Charlie drives is uh, the 66 Mustang was actually Tom Holland's car. And That's uh, cool. I love it when directors incorporate their cars in their movies. Like Evil Sam Raimi. Yeah. Fuck, yeah, he, Sam Raimi, man. That, like that Oldsmobile Delta, which is also in Spider-Man. Yeah. It's the most yeah. iconic. Yeah. Well, the main theme, the Fright Night song, is by Jay Giles Band. I think, you know, Waxworks Records? Mm-hmm. Waxwork Records? Yeah. Like, they should fucking put this out. Like, totally. Re- they, they need to fucking reprint this on vinyl. That would be amazing. Because all their vinyls, like, are, like, even just the actual, like, vinyls, like, the, the dye that they use and everything, mm-hmm. like, they make them look really super cool. Like, even, like, the Friday 13th, like, soundtrack is, like, has blood in it. Yeah, that's oh, fucking yeah, awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, that would be amazing if they fucking re-release the Fright Night soundtrack. Because it's such a fucking good soundtrack. Yeah. It's so good. Wasn't there, like, the original, like, score of the movie, like, somehow leaked in, like, some Japanese record company? Yeah. Put it out, like... Yeah, a while back, but it is pretty super rare to find. Yeah. But the actual soundtrack was only released on vinyl and cassette. It was never officially released on CD, and it remains out of print. Which is kind of sad. Like they, that's why Waxwork need to get on top of that. Yeah, and, and release that. Get the rights. That would be amazing. Well, this movie is easy to find on DVD, but it's like impossible to find on Blu-ray. Impossible. Yes. So it was only released on Blu-ray twice. Once in 2011, and only 3,000 copies were made. Oh, why? I don't know. And then it was released again on Blu-ray in 2015, and only 5,000 copies were made, and it sold out in 48 hours. Yeah, no shit. It's a fucking popular movie. I, I'm not sure why I love such that. limited releases I love that. were made. I think that's fabulous. But I want one! <laughs> yeah, and you're gonna get one for an extremely ridiculous amount of money. It goes for, and like, then, hundreds of dollars on Amazon. in 20 Amazon. years, when you fucking need money to go on your, like, dream trip or something, you can sell that fucking Blu-ray for, like, thousands of dollars in 20 years. I love limited, like, when they actually, when people say limited edition anymore, they don't mean it. No. So, like, I love that this is mm-hmm. actually a limited edition. It is. That's cool. It's impossible really to find that. on Blu-ray. Like, impossible. Like, can like... Literally, only eight thousand copies exist. Super cool. on this planet. That's if you have on one, you can grab it. Don't yeah, it send it, it in. I'm not sure why. Like, but it's interesting. Like, why? I don't know. But uh, Scream Factory are uh, very well known for releasing amazing '80s horror movies on Blu-ray. So that would be awesome if they did a release with the documentary. Yeah, because I, would love I can't to see find that. the documentary as well. That you're so cool, Brewster. Yeah, we were trying to like we were trying find to find it, to it. Watch beforehand. Like just we were to trying to find of... it to like rent on Amazon or something, and we couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah, it's very hard to find, and I even tried to find it like illegally on all the like Cody channels, and I could not find it. Just to be able to say, you know, to see it for like research purposes, whatever, impossible to find. Uh. So maybe we'll just have to go out and buy it. 
I can't even find it for sale anywhere, though. Hmm. Not on Amazon even, eh? Dude, we were talking about the dark web the other night. You get on that shit. You buy yourself a copy. <laughs> the dark web has a copy. Yes, it does. One of the... Oh. Uh, the dark web. <laughs> no, I meant the deep web. You don't want to go on the dark web. Dark web is where you, like... We know where it's... Where it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's really dark. It's, it's pretty dark. We okay? don't need to... No, I don't want the FBI. It's fine. Also, this guy... I think double chin. McGee I want to say his name is Billy. The body no, uh, Billy. I'm, I'm serious. There's always a Billy. His name is Jonathan Stark, and the only other thing I know him from That's is House cool Two. Name. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, House Two. Let's just let's just take a moment. House Two. I think I blocked it out of my mind. Awful. Do you remember the like? Cowboy zombie corpse of course it guy. Is. Yes. Uh, terrible. He looked cool, but the only know, thing no, no, I really no. remember oh, is it was so like bad. the dinner scene. But there's like a scene where they're having dinner yeah. or something, and like all the characters. It's are, all bad. I, I, it's I fucking remember rotten, it. like to the core. The first house is alright. Oh fuck yeah! Ding Those, dong, you're dead. Fucking... <laughs> Ding dong. Oh my. He's got his raggedy Yeah, so Stephen Jeffries so had, like, the raggedy, so raggedy end, like, fucking red wig, and that's what he wore for that con- that horror convention for the photo ops. I super don't like his mouth. It's really off-putting. Yeah, it's super creepy. Yeah. Those he teeth? goes all, like, uh, in 976 Evil, he looks, like, super fucking, like, creepy at the end of the movie, too. Yeah? It's yeah. so good. You guys should watch it. I feel like the reason I don't like the way he looks in this movie is because everyone wants that, like, sexual vampire, right? He is not a right. sexy... No, I don't want no. that guy fucking sitting naked on me with, like, no. a bare skin rug. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing sexy about that at all. Well, there is a PC game for Fright Night. Isn't oh that my bizarre? Gosh, yeah, on. I know. Yeah. No. So it was made by Amiga Computers, and you play as Jerry. Which and, is awesome. Yeah, and you go into different rooms, no like way. in the mansion, and attempt to turn your victims into vampires before sunrise. And even the hooker is in it. That's cool. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's really cool. Um, I have a really fucked up piece of information. I don't know if you guys saw any of this, but if you're as demented as me and, like, watch a lot of true crime and know some stuff about, like, serial killers and, like, murderers, you'd be super interested in this. So, earlier you were talking about the third movie that Tom Holland was interested in doing. So, apparently, um, Roddy McDowell had enjoyed playing Peter Vincent so much that he wanted to, after Fright Night 2, hook up, you know, Tom Holland again to get back to do the franchise and was trying to convince him to do a third movie sort of right away. So he actually set up a meeting for himself and Tom Holland with Carolco Picture Chairman Jose Menendez um, to discuss making Fright Night Part 3. I don't know if you guys know about Lyle and Eric Menendez. Uh, They are brothers and they actually murdered their parents. No. Uh, so unfortunately before the meeting could occur, Menendez and his wife were infamously murdered by Lyle and Eric. So not only did this stop the sequel, but it also interfered with the release of Fright Night Part 2, which ended up just sort of being dumped on a subsidiary of their company, Live Entertainment. So that's part of the reason why Fright Night 2 did not do so well. Oh, this fucking scene is amazing. Yeah, this is sweet. It's funny that Fright Night 2 didn't do well, because I still really like it. Yeah, it's well. so bad. It's a, 
I made not 24 or 29 million. I like actually like, really, really enjoy well. Fright Night 2. Oh, Fright like it's not as good right. as like the first Fright Night, but it's still a fucking fun movie. It was directed by Tommy Lee Wallace, who also directed uh Halloween 3: Season of the Witch. Yeah, only fuck yeah. Halloween And Vampire Los Muertos, the one with Bon Jovi. Oh my <laughs> fucking lord. I know. Yeah, and, that's um, Tom Holland and Chris Sarandon couldn't work on Fright Night 2 because they were busy with Child's Play. But uh, Stephen Jeffries was offered a role as Evil Ed, but he didn't like the script. And he was also offered the part in 976 Evil, and they were shooting at the same time, so he decided to do 976 Evil mm-hmm. instead. And Amanda Bierce was also offered a role, but she was busy with Married with Children. Right. But uh, mm-hmm. both, like, Charlie and Peter Vincent are both in it. And there is, like... A lot of fucking well-known actors in the sequel. Like, okay, Tracy Lind. I don't know if you remember this. My boyfriend's back. Oh my god! Yeah, yes. I saw my boyfriend's back in oh theaters. My, in the theaters. I loved that movie when I was a oh very young god. little girl. Like that movie, like fucking resonated with me. And uh, so she's gorgeous. She's in the second one, and Julie Carmen is um, the main vampire, and she is Jerry Dandridge's sister, and she's like out for revenge, and she is the woman from in the mouth of madness. Fucking yeah, love. That's a good movie. And that is an incredible fun movie. movie. Um John Grease, Uncle Rico. Yeah, Uncle and fucking, fucking Rico. the the werewolf from Monster Squad yeah. and the punk rocker from Terror Vision is in it. Brian Thompson, who is like one of the like most notably well-known characters for any villain in like a special effects character. Yeah, he's just got like character actor like His face, face is very very articulated for specific roles. Like yeah. he's in X-Files, Buffy, uh he's in Cobra. Yep. He's the killer in Cobra. Yep. He's in Terminator, the yep. scene with uh, when Bill Paxton is a punk rocker. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, he's in Alienation. Fuck. <laughs> James Caan. <laughs> uh, Dr. Mordred, which I love mm-hmm. with Jeffrey Combs, which is like the like OG like Doctor Strange story. Yeah, yeah, okay. And he's also in Star Trek, and I believe in Next Generation and uh, Deep Space Nine and Enterprise. Ooh. That's cool. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, so, and also uh, Merritt Buttrick is is also in Fright Night 2, <laughs> which trick. we have talked about because he was in Death Spa. Yeah! And no. Star Trek fucking Wrath of Khan. Oh, yes. Yeah. There's a lot of fucking people in Fright Night 2, and it's a fun movie, Death and it's Spa. I think that it's worth more than a 25% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's a fun movie. It's fun. I get that, like, it's not... If you're comparing the two, then it's yeah. If you're comparing the two, I can understand. It's definitely not as good as the first one, but like as a standalone movie, it's fun. It's it's a great movie. And And that fucking vampire on on roller skates. skates, Let's talk about that. Yeah, that fucking guy. Okay, the vampire on the roller skates. Like seriously, his hair. It's like a motherfucking. Drag queen Diana Ross on fucking Dude, roller. his yeah, fucking hair is, like, ridiculous. It's amazing. And we were watching it, me and Morgan, last weekend, and we were laughing so hard because he looks like the cat from Red Dwarf. Yeah, I was like, man, that guy looks like that. He reminds me of the cat from Red Dwarf. I know. Like his face and everything. It's super silly. And I feel like in every scene, like, they introduce him and his hair is, like, 
crazier it's and big. bigger and bigger. And then and then the next scene is like bigger and like by the end yeah. it literally has like a two foot fucking radius. It's yeah. absurd. It's like a cape. It's like got like, Yeah. <laughs> it's got like a crown and a cape going on. It's there. got its own it's, fucking gravity. His, his death scene is the best part it's of really the whole good, movie. Yeah. Cause he like melts. Oh, and it's fucking crazy yeah, how it's he melts. really, really yeah. awesome. But apparently the Fright Night remake with Colin Farrell, and then there was a, a, a Fright Night 2 remake as well. Oh, yeah. No, no, and, no. And that was like um, some straight-to-DVD book. Yeah, oh, so okay, it's got okay. like the main vampire is a woman, and it was actually straight to video rental. Yeah. It was never in theaters. No. But the cover alone gave that. What is it away. called? I'm it's pretty like, sure. It's called yeah. New Blood. No, it looks so uh, I watched. It sounds like a fucking Twilight movie. Dude, I watched yeah. the trailer. It looks pretty fucking awful. And it has a very low rating online. So I'm probably never going to watch it. But apparently there's also a Fright Night Bollywood version. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to I watch would love that. Because have you guys Bollywood's ever seen bomb. the thriller Bollywood of version? Of course we have. Uh, yeah, no, I've seen Girl that. Girl it's amazing yeah well turkey's known for doing all kinds of fun remakes yeah too, turkish so. star wars turkish star wars turkish turkish ET. ET, turkish exorcist fuck oh my god i watched i actually like sat down and watched turkish exorcist it was so bad like so bad, so bad but amazing oh no no it was just like it was fucking no no. no 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 it was bad well, we in the past have done other vampire movies, and we usually like to talk about like similar movies in the genre. I figured for uh, this one, we'd talk more about like a specific movie or TV show that uh, isn't very well known. And I recently uh, watched Graveyard Shift, so that's not the Stephen King Graveyard Shift. There's another movie called Graveyard Shit, and it's a uh, graveyard, <laughs> <shit. laughs> graveyard Shift. Graveyard Shift. Freudian slip. It's a Canadian horror movie made in 1987. It's directed by Jerry um, Sikortiri, and uh, it also has a different title. It also has a, a title called Central Park Drifter, hmm. and it also has a sequel called Understudy Graveyard Shift 2. I haven't seen the sequel yet, but I have the first one on VHS, and I watched it recently, and uh, it was pretty good. It's basically sweet. like, oh yeah, so... This is so sweet. His melting scene. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> no, it's so fine, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, the like, part where the um, the keeper, whatever, his protector is oh like, melting God, on like, the stairs. Oh my God, like that's so fucking awesome. Yeah. It's just like sand and like, oh... No, he looks awesome. And then his, like, depleted skeleton just falls down the stairs into a million pieces. Yeah, that was fucking sweet. But yeah, uh, Graveyard Shift isn't bad. It's uh, it's it's one of those like kind of like sexy vampire movies. Mm. So ah. it's like basically softcore porn. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Soft lighting. So and... like the main vampire guy is like super sexy and romantic awesome. and yeah. shit. So it's not bad. It's not bad. But another a few things that I wanted to mention was this movie, Fright Night, for sure. I feel like obviously, are you afraid of the dark? definitely fucking like took the idea of Fright Night and made it into an episode because like oh. do you remember the Are You Afraid of the Dark vampire episode? Because mm, there is an episode where... There must have been more than one. Uh, well, well yeah but there's one episode in particular where the girl like sees 
people moving in next door and they have giant like um fridges and she thinks like something is up oh there's a scene even where she starts like protecting herself with garlic like just like charlie in this movie Mm. so that episode definitely like made me think of fright night watching it as a kid and also (laughs) me and morgan love nick cage Obviously. Yeah, oh Fucking my god. Vampire's Kiss, yeah. man. Seriously. Vampire's Kiss. That movie is so fucked up. It's depressing, though. How come her hair's so long? Oh, yeah, like, she got all, like... Oh, yeah, Amanda, Amanda Bierce's character now has like, got, like, long red hair. She had boy hair. Yeah, her hair is short. It, it grew all of a sudden. To make her more sexy, Now she's I guess. sexy. Maybe it's because, like, vampires can heal themselves, so, like, she... Her cells... Anyways, science. They healed her long hair, <laughs> short hair. <laughs> Anyways, science. <laughs> um, but have you guys ever seen Vamp with Grace Jones? Um, I want to say I've seen no, for sure some of it. I saw it once. It sounds so familiar to me. Like, I know the cover. It's, like, weird. Uh, it's Some like weird clown ass fucking shit. It's like a, No, it's like a white cover, and it's just, like, bangs. Well, and... I don't know. If you, like... Look it up. Uh, White cover with fangs. Why do or, I feel there's like that's also a black to the cover Friday as well? Night, Friday night. The yeah. Friday night too. There's. I cover. saw some shit that looks like some fucking uh, clown ass motherfucking looking shit. Like, look, that's some clown ass shit right there. Does that not look like a clown? Yeah, I know that's some yeah, clown. I guess it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 With the like, yeah, the red hair and she the looks white freaky face. as fuck. Yeah. Grace Jones is is both mesmerizing and terrifying and scary at, the, at same the same time. time. I know. Well, she, I, I believe there's a Fright Night poster in Vamp that appears as well. I'm a big fan of subspecies. I love yeah. subspecies. That's a funny fucking movie. And also, do you guys remember, uh, I think we've talked about this before, Count Duckula? Yes. The cartoon. Oh, the yeah. cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I actually, I, I rewatched the opening theme song and I was like, oh my God, it brought back so many memories. Oh, we're so That's old. Nice. I know. And also just one last thing. Um, I forgot that there was a Baywatch Nights. <gasps> yeah, I know. I remember Baywatch Nights. Okay, so Baywatch I've Nights. I actually watched a few of those fucking episodes. Has a vampire terrible. episode. Come like how can David Hasselhoff yeah, is no, investigating a yeah, vampire? It was like, okay, so. <laughs> no. Yeah, and I remember this because it was like, so apparently uh, at the time Baywatch is sort of dwindling with like viewers or whatever. Yeah. And because X-Files had become such a popular right. thing, they were like, okay, well, why don't we make David Hasselhoff's character like <laughs> saving people on the beach? by day and investigating the paranormal by night. <laughs> so yeah, he was like an, a paranormal investigator. Or like, he don't need no sleep. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So he was out fucking investigating the paranormal. And that didn't last very long. Yeah. Fucking Mitch. Yeah. I remember terrible. watching Baywatch a lot, but like Baywatch Nights, I, I just like stumbled on this research and I was oh, like, oh my so god, bad. there was a Baywatch Nights vampire episode. Yeah. I need to fucking watch that. Actually, do you want to know what prompted me to watch Baywatch Nights is Justin Shrank. He told me about it and I watched a few episodes and I was like, this is fucking, it was so bad. <laughs> so bad. The worst. That's funny. In terms of movies, like we've talked about Stuff like Lost Boys and Bram Stoker's Dracula. Obviously, this movie. Lost Boys bit. is probably like one of the best. Yeah, Near Dark, uh, Salem's Lot, obviously, stuff like that. But like, if we're talking about like the obscure, 
we talked about Forever Night. Yeah, Forever Night, man. That show was fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, and a, a lot of the episodes are actually on YouTube, so I'm probably gonna, like, start, like, getting into watching Yeah, I remember them. watching it when I was a kid. But yeah, so it was another Canadian television series about a uh, vampire, Nick Knight. A vampire. Oh, I know, right? Detective, like how cheese. Right? Yeah. yeah, he was an 800-year-old vampire, and he was a police detective working in Toronto, and he apparently, like, his character was racked with guilt for centuries of killing others, and he was sort of, like, the whole idea behind the show was, like, he's seeking redemption um, by working as, like, a homicide detective on the night shift. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember it being good. Yeah, and he, I remember, like, it was like he's trying to become human again, so he's always trying to, like, figure it out. Maybe he should just should have got, like, a blood transfusion or whatever, like, yeah. in your dark, and it would have worked out for him. So, yeah, the series premiered uh, on May 5th of 1992, and there were three seasons yeah, like, and I remember, I don't know, I remember it kind of being, like, interesting. Like, I was probably, like, 10 years old at the time. Yeah, like, I remember loving it when yeah. it was on. And, like, okay, so in the show, he, like, didn't actually kill people, though. Yeah. Which is kind of, kind of sucks. So he was, like, more like, I don't want to hurt anybody, so I'll just drink animal blood. Yeah. And he worked the night shift, and he claimed that he had photodermatitis, which is why he had to stay out of the sun, so it was, like, a stipulation, like, I'm allergic to the sun, so, like, I have to work the night shift. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, so, the actor who... Oh, my God, that mouthpiece is fucking... Yeah, funny. the, uh, we're at the scene where Amanda Beers has, like, the, yeah, her fucking mouth. Um, there was also another uh, Canadian vampire series called Dracula the Series. I don't know if you guys remember that one. No. Um, it had a couple of seasons and the same guy uh Drant uh Win Davies who was Drant Drant that's what his name is with a with a j <laughs> with a g with a g Maybe it's probably pronounced grant cuz he's welsh Sorry. grant win davies on, <laughs> i don't know that's how it's spelled um, so yeah, he was in Forever Night, but he was also in Dracula the series. Interesting. I ain't never heard of it. And also, What We Do in the Shadows. Oh awesome. my god, that Obviously. movie is awesome movie. fucking fantastic. So mm-hmm. That's a fabulous movie, and apparently they're making a sequel to that. Yes. Yeah, it's about the yeah. werewolves, but yeah. it's gonna be a TV show. It's not oh, be they're not movie. making no. it a movie anymore. Yeah, well, well uh, yeah, because okay like they that. wanted to make a sequel, uh, and it was gonna be just about the werewolves, but um, it's werewolves. gonna be a TV show, and it's gonna be based on the cops. So do you remember like the woman and yep. the man cop? Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be about them fucking yeah. like investigating. Well, this is like the last I read about it. It could have changed since it then. Be but either way, though, that fucking movie was so fucking well done. It'd be hilarious. It was hilarious. Awesome. Yeah, and honorable mention too Skeddy. because there was another show that I think was on TV for a while called Moonlight that had another vamp- a vampire guy. It was the dude from that Feed movie. The Australian actor, mm. he was a vampire. Feed! Right? Yeah, remember Feed. that fucking movie? Yeah, yeah. That movie Stop. Yeah. yeah. Stop talking yeah. about that But yeah, so he was, uh, yeah, he was a vampire in a show called Moonlight. And I think a Miami Vice remake TV show? Oh, God. Mm. I think. I don't, I don't know what his name is. But he's Australian, so he's attractive and whatever. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> 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 um... So I was just going to talk about Night Flyer. Oh! I've never seen it. Eh, okay, here's the thing. It's one of those things, you didn't like Princess Bride when you watched it as an older woman. Night Flyer was made in uh, 1980. <laughs> you're a tour? Mature. Oh, you're a <laughs> tour. You're like, it's like, got the ma and the newer. You got the ma and then you got the newer. <laughs> Anyways, we watched a lot of Seinfeld. Holy shit. 
Yeah, so uh, Night Flyer, Stephen King, 1998, not great. It's it's more uh, like X Files esque than I like, like that. horror movie. So that was a good one. As far as like obscure vampire, and he had like the one snaggle tooth in the middle. That's oh cool. wait a minute. I've fucking seen that. Of course you did. It's got, um... It's got that guy in it who's in everything! From Twin Peaks! The bald guy! Yeah! He just recently fucking passed away. Dude, he's in everything. Yeah, that guy's yeah. in Yeah! Oh, you know what? I have seen Night Fly. I was Give confusing it, it with, Give uh... Langoliers? Uh, no, I was confusing it with Night Flyer, uh, no. their Night Flyers, uh, which is the George R. R. Martin novel that was that made into, uh, yes. a, like, a movie, but Night Flyer with the, the Stephen King yeah. movie. And it's, like, ironic because the vampire takes airplanes, <laughs> and he can sh- stop it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. He can't fly? So I wanted to bring up that because that's like an obscure one, which is not so great. And then um, I brought it up before. I'll fucking bring it up every fucking vampire movie we talk about. Vampire in Brooklyn with Eddie fucking Murphy. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's one of the best fucking vampire movies. Agreed. Like literally such a solid film. It's entertaining from like beginning to end for sure. Fuck, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, those are the two I wanted to bring up. I know you guys were talking about, like, uh, as far as iconic, you know, Lost Boys and da-da-da. But I have to tell you that my all-time favorite, on top of the two I just mentioned, is always going to be Interview with the Vampire. 100% of the time. Always. Because Lestat... Yeah, you've mentioned that before. Like, Tom Cruise's character is so creepy and sexy and selfish and brutal Mm, and hateful. It is a great movie. And I think it's very disappointing that they're going to be remaking it. Pardon? Yeah, we've talked about this. Jared Leto is in it. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's still, like, going to happen, but... When we had discussed it originally in the news, that had come up. But I don't know if it's still a thing. Look how sad you I'm are. such a hater. Every time we I, bring up remakes, I even fucking hated on like the It remake before the preview came out. Yeah. I but always, then, but then the preview looks amazing. It's but then be we watch the trailer mm-hmm. and, and it's it gonna does be great, look really good. But I just good. feel like stop. I know. It's, it looks like it's not gonna happen though. Now that the, it said the remake is dead. Well, and also the Tales from the Crypt show is dead too. Is dead too. Yeah. <gasps> That's not happening no. now either. No. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They have completely just put a stop on it. Yeah, and it's that was supposed to be M. Night Shyamalan, but apparently now they've decided to uh, focus more on a Ridley Scott anthology series okay. instead of mm-hmm. The Tales from the Crypt, which M. Night Shyamalan was going to do. And valid, I guess, maybe? It it's might... just too bad because if you're doing something like Tales from the Crypt, you can have multiple writers, multiple directors, yeah, multiple... Absolutely. Like, you can just make it... You'll never run out of ideas doing a show like that. Totally, because yeah. you always have, like, really interesting There's always director, be writer coming people. into yeah. your fucking mailbox. Exactly. What a waste. What a shame. Yeah, shooting. so that kind of sucks. Well, I wanted to just mention, I know, Megan, you have... Have you seen The Void yet? Stop it! No! Have you? So Morgan, you watch it? It's yeah, so fucking it. good. Alright, I'll watch it tonight. Seriously, like, if anyone hasn't seen it, um, you should probably watch <coughs> Void. It's so good. It's the guys who wrote... This is funny, because I didn't like Manborg. Which is funny, because, One like, I like titles ever. But I so like, bad. I like uh, cheesy bad movies. Like, Kung Fury was fucking fantastic. Yeah, that's fun, though. And it's fun, um, but, like, I wasn't in a Manborg at all. Um, I'm sorry, but um, the guys who did Manborg 
also did. Uh, I haven't seen the ABCs of Death Part Two. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Um, but they 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 did W for Wish. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure which one that like one is because I, I haven't seen that yeah. one. But like the Void blew my mind. It was so fucking okay. good. Yeah, you guys have to watch a it. Lot a lot of the thing. It's elements. literally all over my Instagram. Yeah, the thing. Um, there's some Hellraiser elements. The thing uh, is what I've. That what's come up most in like my yes research. yeah for just sure. for like creature for kind sure of stuff but like I don't know there's some Hellraiser shit in there that kind of was like mm. huh. it was it was awesome it was so good portals to hell and all kinds of fucking weird yeah. shit. hey yeah. you know what I want to bring up real quick mm-hmm. did you maybe because of Owen ever watch the show Preacher I uh, no I I have fuck it's so good it. is it I good know. fuck it's so I good. need to watch it I, I binge watched with a friend of mine like six episodes. I, I do Fuck need to watch it. Good. I heard that it was amazing, and I, I, I read the comic when I was a kid, um, like, in high school, but uh, it's such a fucking good story, so, like, I do want to, like, just binge watch, like, the whole first Well, you season. might as well do it, because we all know out there in, like, listener world, too, that once Stranger Things comes out, that's it. We're all gonna just be watching that. Yeah. Yeah, we're just gonna shut the window. Oh, but that will that yeah. only like, take, like, like, a couple days. Yeah. It's true. It's but true. speaking of comics, uh, there was a Fright Night comic. Cool. Uh, so there were tw- there was twenty seven comics that were released. That's crazy. And they were the stories of Charlie and Peter's vampire and monster hunting adventures, and they came Aww. out between like eighty eight and ninety three. And uh, Amy and Billy only appear in the first two comics, but Evil Ed makes a few appearances. Oh. And Jerry Dandridge was resurrected, but then the company that released the comics filed for bankruptcy. Oh, that's so that's why there's only twenty seven comics. I'd say 27 is pretty good, pretty damn good, though. Yeah. For sure. Well, we've done it, you guys. Yeah, yeah we, we did Fright Night. Movie. We did it all right. <laughs> Fright In Night. In the butt. <laughs> <laughs> We saw so many fabulous sweaters and oh listened to so many awesome guitar solos. Yeah, like, <laughs> this movie is fantastic. Like, the effects are really cool, and I don't know, like, the story is just great. It's perfect. It's a perfect vampire movie. Yes, for sure. Okay, well, thanks for (laughs) listening. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for listening, guys. And I hope everyone has a good evening or morning or day, depending on what time it is. Yes, whatever time. Good evening. All right, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.
Yeah.